Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. As I've gotten older and more experienced, I've found that the more responsibility I take for not only my actions, but for the choices I make in my relationships and for the effects those choices have on my life, the more free I am to be exactly who I choose to be. The less constrained I am by cultural mores, the more personal and professional success I enjoy, and so on. And yet sometimes I ruffle a few feathers and I am misgendered. It's actually happened a few times in the past month, not only on social media where I write for my business and have only a logo to represent me, but also on a site where my name and avatar are displayed right next to my writing. Apparently, my words are masculine somehow. Hmm. Yang, I'll take. Masculine, well, I don't see how that could be. But I am opinionated and I'm happy to say so. And today, I've revisited one of my opinions. The responsibility of the dominant revisited. A couple weeks back, I reposted a writing from several years ago in which I suggest that the responsibilities of a dominant in a DS relationship is the relationship. (laughs) It's not a popular opinion. I get a lot of pushback from it, especially from dominants. And this latest repost was no exception. A dominant woman disagreed with me, and since her points seemed to be missing my thoughts' direction, I clarified. And she thanked me for mansplaining. Now, you may not know me, and since I post from my business account in most social media without a photo of me, but a logo instead, I can certainly understand that you may be confused about my gender. I am a woman, for the record. However, I was surprised that someone who obviously did not know me would use a specifically gendered insult against me without doing a bit of recon first. It also tickled me, I admit. The idea that words on a screen that I use or used at that point are somehow inherently masculine. Interestingly, on another social site, someone else asked me a question that inspired even more clarification of the idea, and I wanted to share that with you. How does this framework of responsibility and blame function when, for example, a sub or slave violates codes of conduct within and without the relationship dynamic? Good question. So, in my view, the submissive or slave is responsible for their behavior at all times. However, I am responsible, as the dominant, for what happens in the relationship. So, it is my responsibility to note the violation, to speak of it, to choose what to do about it, maybe a fitting punishment, to watch for improvement, to reward improvement, And if there seems to be no improvement or things worsen, 
to end the relationship if necessary. When it comes down to it, every human must be responsible for themselves as fully functioning adults. And as the dominant part of my responsibility to me is to choose people to engage with who I believe can and will be able to maintain the sorts of relationships and codes of conduct I require. When I fail to do that, it is my responsibility to correct the situation as quickly as possible. The most important factor is choosing the right person first. As a dominant, it is up to me to vet my own submissives, to watch and analyze their behavior for myself and to guide and lead them within the negotiated relationship dynamics. Someone once asked me, what if the relationship dynamic doesn't cover what I feel responsible for? Well, you're the dominant. Start another negotiation. Someone on another writing said that I don't take into account the invisible emotional labor women and dominant women are so often forced to take on. You're right. Because I think if any dominant of any gender finds themselves with too much work and burden, emotional or otherwise, it is their responsibility to note that and renegotiate for themselves, for their relationship. I like to joke that this is why dominants get blowjobs on command, because we take on that responsibility. The responsibility is what we exchange for power in the power exchange dynamic, in my view. And it's up to us to negotiate the relationship to meet our desires and our needs or to get out of the relationship, full stop. That said, even as the dominant is responsible for all this within a relationship, the submissive or slave is also responsible to themselves to choose a dominant that will provide them with the guidance they need, the love they want, and etc., and someone who will not abuse or harm them, someone who will allow the S-type to speak for themselves in the negotiation, to get what they desire and need from the relationship. They cannot simply hand that over to someone else, no matter how submissive they are. Too long, didn't read. One person's responsibilities in a relationship do not cancel out another's. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at datingkinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.